This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain, and for more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kristen Luoma, GreenKRI.com. The Getting of Wisdom by Henry Handel Richardson. Chapter 6 My Dear Mother, I sent you a postcard. Did you get it? I told you I got here all right and liked it very much. I could not write a long letter before I had no time, and we are only allowed to write letters two evenings a week, Tuesday and Friday. When we have done our lessons for next day, we say, Please may I write now, and Miss Chapman says, Have you done everything? And if we say we have, she says yes. And if you sit at Miss Day's table, Miss Day says it. And sometimes we haven't, but we say so. I sit up by Miss Chapman, and she can see everything I do, and at tea and dinner and breakfast I sit beside Mrs. Gurley. Another girl in my class sits opposite, and one sits beside me, and we would rather sit somewhere else. I don't care for Mrs. Gurley much. She is very fat and never smiles, and never listens to what you say unless she scolds you, and I think Miss Chapman is afraid of her, too. Miss Day is not afraid of anybody. I am in the first class. I am in the college, and under that is the school. Only very little girls are in the school. They go to bed at half-past eight and do their lessons in the dining hall. I do mine in the study and go to bed with the big girls. They wear dresses down to the ground. Lilith Gordon is a girl in my class. She is in my room, too. She is only as old as me, and she wears stays and has a beautiful figure. All the girls wear stays. Please send me some. I have no waist. A governess sleeps in our room, and she has no teeth. She takes them out every night and puts them in water when the light is out. Lilith Gordon and the other girls say good night to her after she has taken them off, and then she can't talk properly, and we want to hear her. I think she knows, for she is very cross. I don't learn Latin yet till I go to the second class. My sums are very hard. For supper there is only bread and butter and water if we don't have cake and jam of our own. Please send me some strawberry jam and another cake. Tell Sarah there are three servants to wait at dinner. They have white aprons and a cap on their heads. They say, Will you take beef, miss? I remain your loving daughter, Laura. Dear Pin, I am very busy. I will write you a letter. You would not like being here. I think you should always stop at home. You will never get as far as long division. Mrs. Gurley is an awful old beast. All the girls call her that. You would be frightened of her. In the afternoon, after school, we walk two and two, and you ask a girl to walk with you, and if you don't, you have to walk with Miss Chapman. Miss Chapman and Miss Day walks behind, and they watch to see you don't laugh at boys. Some girls write letters to them and say they will meet them up behind a tree in the corner of the garden. A paling is loose and the boys put letters in. I think boys are silly, but Maria Morrill says they are tip-top. That means awfully jolly. She writes a letter to boys every week. She takes it to church and drops it, coming out, and he picks it up and puts an answer through the fence. 
we put our letters on the mantelpiece in the dining hall, and Mrs. Gurley or Miss Chapman reads the address to see we don't write to boys. They are shut up. She can't read the inside. I hope you don't cry so much at school. No one cries. Now Miss Chapman says it's time to stop. I remain your affectionate sister, Laura. P.S. I took the red lining out of my hat. Warrenega, Sunday. My dear Laura, we were very glad to get your letters which came this morning. Your postcard, written the day after you arrived at the college, told us little or nothing. However, Godmother was good enough to write us an account of your arrival, so that we were not quite without news of you. I hope you remembered to thank her for driving in all that way to meet you and take you to school, which was very good of her. I am glad to hear you are settling down and feeling happy, and I hope you will work hard and distinguish yourself so that I may be proud of you. But there are several things in your letters I do not like. Did you really think I shouldn't read what you wrote to Pin? You are a very foolish girl if you did. Pin the silly child tried to hide it away because she knew it would make me cross, but I insisted on her showing it to me, and I am ashamed of you for writing such nonsense to her. Maria Morrill must be a very vulgar-minded girl, to use the expression she does. I hope my little girl will try to only associate with nice-minded girls. I didn't send you to school to get nasty ideas put into your head, but to learn your lessons well and get on. If you write such vulgar, silly things again, I shall complain to Mrs. Gurley or Mr. Strachey about the tone of the college, and what goes on behind their backs. I think it is very rude of you to call Mrs. Gurley names. Also, about the poor governess who has to wear false teeth. Wait till all your own teeth are gone, and then see how you will like it. I do want you to have nice feelings and not grow rough and rude. There is evidently a very bad tone among some of the girls, and you must be careful in choosing your friends. I am sorry to hear you are only in the lowest class. It would have pleased me better if you had got into the second, but I always told you you were lazy about your sums. You can do them well enough if you like. You don't need stays. I have never worn them myself, and I don't intend you to either. Your own muscles are quite strong enough to bear the weight of your back. Bread and water is not much of a supper for you to go to bed on. I will send you another cake soon, and some jam, and I hope you will share it with the other girls. Now try and be sensible and industrious, and make nice friends, and then I shan't have to scold you. Your loving mother, J. T. R. P.S. Another thing in your letter I don't like. You say you tell your governess you have finished your lessons when you have not done so. That is telling an untruth, and I hope you are not going to be led away by the examples of bad girls. I have always brought you children up to be straightforward, and I am astonished at you beginning fibbing as soon as you get away from home. Fibbing soon leads to something worse. P.P.S. You must have written your letter in a great hurry, for your spelling is anything but perfect. You are a very naughty girl to meddle with your hat. Pin has written a letter which I enclose, though her spelling is worse than ever. Dear Laura, Mother says you are a very silly girl to write silly letters. I think you are silly, too. 
I should be frightened of Miss Gurley. I don't want to go to school. I would rather stop with Mother and be a comfort to her. I think it is naughty to drop letters in church, and very silly to write to boys. Boys are so silly. Sarah sends her love. She says she would not wear a cap on her head, not for anything. She says she would just as soon wear a ring through her nose. I remain your loving sister, Pin. Dear Mother, Please, please don't write to Mrs. Gurley about the tone in the college, or not to Mr. Strachey either. I will never be so silly again. I am sorry my letters were so silly. I won't do it again. Please don't write to them about it. I don't go much with Maria Morrill. Now I think she is vulgar, too. I know two nice girls now in my own class. Their names are Inez and Bertha. They are very nice and not at all vulgar. Maria Morrill is fat and has a red face. She is much older than me, and I don't care for her now. Please don't write to Mrs. Gurley. I will never call her names again. I had to write my letter quickly, because when I have done my lessons, it is nearly time for supper. I am sorry my spelling was wrong. I will take more pains next time. I will learn hard and get on, and soon I will be in the second class. I did not mean I said I had done my lessons when I had not done them. The other girls say it, and I think it is very wrong of them. Please don't write to Mrs. Gurley. I will try and be good and sensible, and not do it again if you only won't write. I remain your affectionate daughter, Laura. P.S. I can do my sums better now. Waranega. My dear Laura, my letter evidently gave you a good fright, and I am not sorry to hear it, for I think you deserved it for being such a foolish girl. I hope you will keep your promise and not do it again. Of course, I don't mean that you are not to tell me everything that happens at school, but I want you to only have nice thoughts and feelings and grow into a wise and sensible girl. I am not going to write a long letter today. This is only a line to comfort you and let you know that I shall not write to Mrs. Gurley or Mr. Strachey as long as I see that you are being a good girl and getting on well with your lessons. I do want you to remember that you are a lady, though you are poor, and must behave in a ladylike way. You don't tell me what the food at the college is like, and whether you have blankets enough on your bed at night. Do try and remember to answer the questions I ask you. Sarah is busy washing today, and the children are helping her by sitting with their arms in the tubs. I am to tell you from Pin that Maggie is molting badly and has not eaten much since you left, which is just three weeks today. Your loving mother. Friday. My dear mother, I was so glad to get your letter. I am so glad you will not write to Mrs. Gurley this time, and I will promise to be very good and try to remember everything you tell me. I am sorry I forgot to answer the questions. I have two blankets on my bed, and it is enough. The food is very nice for dinner. For tea we have to eat a lot of bread and butter. I don't care for bread much. Sometimes we have jam, but we are not allowed to eat butter and jam together. A lot of girls get up at six and go down to practice. They don't dress and have their bath. They just put on their dressing gowns on top of their nightgowns. I don't go down now till seven. I make my own bed. 
We have prayers in the morning and the evening, and prayers again when the day scholars came. I do my sums better now, I think. I shall soon be in the second class. Pin's spelling was dreadful, and she is nearly nine now, and is such a baby. The girls would laugh at her. I remain. Your affectionate daughter, Laura. P.S. I parsed a long sentence without any mistakes. End of chapter 6